1: Against the Carolina hurricanes, just as we all thought coming, right? Called it. Wow. Boy, I'm gonna kick it off. Boy howdy. And, boy, <laughs> um,
3: and the Wheel of Fantasy is collecting dust as we speak. literally. Seriously. Wow. Seriously, but the playoff standings are the Like other the
4: people oh hand. that just started watching the show have no idea what the Wheel of Fantasy is. They don't understand real pain. <laughs> we know the
1: pain. <laughs> we know the pain of maybe too many wins, but We'll get to that all. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan, Steve Peters, and you guys. <laughs> what? what? They had one shot on goal in the first period, and the shot went in. And I guess you shoot to score. It doesn't really matter how many shots on goal you have. They're going in, but of all the games we did, yeah. we did this was not the game on the
3: road trip. I was sure they were going to lose. They Me don't too. play well in this building, Carolina. They lost like, four of their previous
1: four and, in this yeah. building, mm-hmm.
4: and, and Carolina's, Carolina's good. good. Carolina's really good. <laughs> look, look, if you take that first period, the microcosm of that first period, shots were fourteen to one, and we guessed that they were ahead one nothing. Shots were fourteen to one. They had three power plays, thirty-six shot attempts
3: by the Carolina Hurricanes of the first
4: period, and the. The, the turning point of that game for me is an in early in their power play, they had a seam pass to Svechnikov, one of their elite offensive players with an empty net, wide open net. Vimelka doesn't see the pass across. It's an empty net, and he puts the puck over the net wide. That goes in. This is a completely different game, but guess what? It doesn't. Coyotes get the chance to get their legs underneath them in the second period. They stayed out of the box the remainder of the game. To, I mean, three three in the first they can't do anymore and they outshot carolina for the next two periods 25-22 over the next two but that first period was an absolute disaster yeah. but they get out of it one nothing and and credit veggie for some of that too their penalty killing for some of that too little lady luck and they hell of a shot by smaltz and they come out of the period one nothing after just getting dominated the rest of the game honestly i thought they played with carolina it was pretty even it was an
3: even game 4-3 yeah. and 1 on this road trip they were halfway through this road trip and they're over 500 right now. That's unbelievable. To me. <laughs>
1: like but the teams,
3: and we thought this would be the downfall of
4: their season. They go, oh boy, this 14 game road trip, it's going to be over when they come back. They're going to be in last. They're not. Nope.
1: Roaring Fork said, "I think this just shows the Coyotes play okay in college buildings." <laughs> uh,
4: wow, well, yeah, it's college basketball. That's right. See? Oh
1: my gosh, that's that's a good observation. Well, I mean, we've talked about some of it already. Let's get into the numbers from tonight, um, but. Doesn't tell the full story because, like we said, (laughs) outshot 14-1 to in the first period. Um, No, at least they didn't get scored against on the power play this time. It felt like that was happening the last couple games. Again, the power play, although Lawson Krause's goal came like seconds. Split
3: second. It really felt like a power play. It felt like
1: it because I don't think that fifth player was quite back in the play yet when Lawson Krause's goal went in there, so that was pretty close. And then I think the shot attempts is what really paints the picture of this game. 84 (laughs) shot attempts by the Carolina Hurricanes to the Coyotes' 42 shot attempts. And you you felt it, and you especially felt it in that first period. But there were moments, especially when the Hurricanes were on their power play, that they were just – it was an onslaught. And shout-out to Veggie and shout-out to who you called Lady Luck um, for a lot of that tonight.
3: Troy Stetcher, too. Troy Stetcher –
1: let me give you your flowers for a second. Not only blocked a shot and was keeled over in pain, holding his arm, then blocked a second shot.
3: With his leg, yeah.
1: Left the game, came back, fought someone. Like, that was just, that was a hockey player. Yep, Holy sure moly. Was. What yeah, a shout-out, Troy Statcher. That's
4: what we say about this team, though. It, it's The difference from this year's team to last year's team is tonight, a year ago, they probably would have been down 5 nothing after the first, and then it would have been over. And I don't, and I'm not pinning that on the goaltender. I think the team just plays harder, and they don't quit, and they don't give up. And it's somebody different every night. Stetcher makes a big play tonight. Kraus gets two goals tonight. Last game it was Buehse did. Somebody different every night is is coming up big for this team. They're not relying on Clayton Keller to score every night. Somebody different, and, and I think that this group is playing as a team, and they're doing it for each other. And when you get a guy blocking shots like Stetcher did, that boosts everybody on the bench. And yeah. you see him when he got back to the bench, yeah. like it does a lot for this team. And I telling you right now, you can't count them out in games.
3: Should we also uh, shout out Lawson Krause's 40 goal pace right now?
4: That's unbelievable. Holy shit. Well, he said he was going to get 30. He sat right here and said it. I'm going to get 30. He's apparently. I know
1: he's, I mean, he's crushing it uh, and He now leads the team with nine goals, which is unbelievable. Um, at what
4: about that contract though? Isn't he overpaid? <laughs> Yeah,
3: yeah, boy. Just saying, buddy. Somebody seriously. <laughs> Somebody know, said. Listen, he's got a few empty netters, right? But who, who cares?
1: It doesn't matter. A goal's a goal. They
3: don't want goal ask how. ask how many. Craig. Empty netters are important too. They put games away. So uh, he's got six. You know that aren't empty netters. So
1: yeah, another fun stat that we heard on the broadcast tonight, which I guess now it would go up, but five of his nine goals this season have come in the third period. Mm. So that's significant too. You know, For sure. you're in it till the end. Like we said, this team. Sticking together and staying around till the end—that's what that's what they've done. And they didn't, you know, Nick Schmaltz came back last game, then got on the score sheet this game, which is great to see because they need him to score goals and have assists. He's on that top line for a reason. So that shot, by the way, was it was an unbelievable shot too. That wasn't a fluke goal.
3: At he looked pretty good since he came back. He looked good. Yeah, he looked so good. You know? And what
4: we're talking about the two guys that came back was I watched Schmaltz great goal. Showed some speed and the offensive talk zip cheese. is there, but I'm going to talk about Chicken, a guy that I, I I sometimes am fairly harsh on. He's plus three tonight, and remember how last year Chicken was in the minus yeah. leader of this team. Yep. Yep. Plus three tonight, he had more shot attempts than anybody on the ice tonight. He had ten shot attempts wow. tonight, six on net. He's trying, like his offense. He he clearly he got involved on in the power play. You saw him taking his one timer from that spot off the right circle. I think he's trying to get involved in the offense. Um, and coming away from this game plus three for his second game back after that long, long break for his injury, I think that's great signs for Jacob Chikrin and, and where he can go with this team offensively, and if he wants to go, it's it's got to put numbers on the board.
1: Yeah, and he you can tell he was he was in it tonight, and that that honestly that top line of Keller Schmaltz Boyd with uh, Chikrin and Gossisbear on defense, like when they were out on the ice, it they were especially holding their own with a fast team like the hurricanes and you know that's just one flash of this team that's toward the bottom of the standings but when they're on the ice they they look fast they look good so it's exciting to see that glimmer and good for uh, chicken having a good game tonight i think we can say and hopefully it's a matter of time before he gets on the stat sheet
4: and i think what happened too is you saw that we talked about the first power play unit adding two new bodies and shuffling gosh bear up to the top i think Last game, they really looked disjointed. I don't think they looked like they clicked last game. Tonight against Carolina, you saw, especially in the third period, where they were getting opportunities. And, and actually, there were a few times I thought it was going in the net, and it didn't. But they were they were moving the puck much better as, as a five-man unit, and they had better scoring chances than they did in the last game. I think that bodes well for where this power play is going in the yeah. future because you saw the second group still getting it together, and we thought that was a power play goal by Kraus just a, a few seconds too late. But I think that second group, because they played together more, I think they had that chemistry, but I thought the first group was much, much better tonight. And then
1: at the beginning of that third period, when they had the last minute or so of that power play, Holy crap. They were on the net, like shot after shot. They were right there. You have thoughts
3: on the power play
1: or power play. Chikrin.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I want to see what Jacob can do over a a longer period of time. Uh, I thought he took a big step tonight over his first game, uh, you know, a lot of people are watching it. I wonder what that's like for a player, too, when when you know there are just a jillion scouts in, in the building specifically to watch you because they're considering trading for you. It's got to put pressure on them, but maybe you're used to it at this point, you're you're used to being observed yeah. by a lot of people, but it, it literally is for that specific reason. They are focused on you. And every play
4: matters. Like yeah. you can't make yeah. a mistake on a, on a rush read. You can't make a bad play in the defensive zone. I know when we look, think of Jacob Chicken, we always think of the offense first and you think of his one time shot and his ability to add to the offense, but he's a defenseman. You got to be able to defend. You got to be able to read the rush and you got to be able to be a tough body in the corner. You got to be able to do those things in the defensive side too. And that's where in the past, where he's made those mistakes. And that's why he ends up on the big minus side of, of the plus minus. So I think even more so than him adding offense, he has to be a guy that doesn't get beat egregiously. And you're right, every time he steps over the boards, he's got to be thinking, I've got to do everything right, everything right this shift. And that that does have to add pressure, but it only helps the team. The better he is, the better it is for the Coyotes right now. And it's better for the Coyotes long-term in, in adding assets. So it, it's good to see him participating on the team again and being a part of this team. And the better he plays is only better for this team.
1: Yep. And he did have an assist on the Kraus empty net goal. So he did find the stat sheet tonight, which, you know, hopefully it's just the, the first domino to fall and in, in him getting back involved. Hopefully we see Chickren doing what Gossisbear bear was doing to start, season um we got a super chat from john thank you so much john said happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving john happy Happy thanksgiving Thanksgiving. john happy thanksgiving to all of you here in the chat we have a special uh thanksgiving audio episode (laughs) dropping tomorrow so you can listen to that while you're cooking or just spending time by yourself with your family gather
4: on with the kids because they're going to to tune into that one
1: gather around your radio
4: (laughs) radio to
1: us attempt we have ideas we have lots of ideas um but i wanted to We've talked about Schmalz and Krauss and chicken but someone we didn't talk about, who we spoke a lot about the other day, is uh your your boy, Nick Bukestad. Boogie, and boy. earlier in the chat, Sterling had said, I think Boogie and then in parentheses, a bona fide goal scorer for sure, <laughs> is streak en- is enjoying playing in front of his dad and you know what? Maybe he is goals but... in
4: both games with his dad there. Maybe yeah. they should bring him along on the next Holy trip. Holy moly! Keep like... him. Up. Dads are all flying home tomorrow on Thanksgiving. Yeah. By the way, how do you sell that to the people at home? I
3: wondered about that too. Like, you think it, they don't it, stay for the. No, meal? they're
4: flying home oh. tomorrow. Yeah, well, flying out of Carolina, and the team's flying on to Detroit, so the Detroit. dads are staying overnight in to Carolina. Yeah. Anyway, but I think
1: Nick Buek's dad on
4: dad's th- yeah. on a on a streaker right now. Of course, yeah, I'm telling you, and he's yeah. heading back to Minnesota. Just saying. I don't know. Jeff King's anytime point guy on Sunday. Oh, but you know what? He's doing what he's supposed to do. He's helping the, the, He's helping not just on the offensive side of the puck, but playing with Kraus. I thought they had much better puck position la- possession the last 40 minutes of the game, and that's what his job is to do, get the pucks to the net and get his body to the net. And I think that's how he's been able to have some success offensively. And even if he doesn't, as long as he's providing a quick on the forecheck check turning pucks over in the offensive zoning, delivering pucks to the net. That's what you're asking of Nick to
1: While we're on UPD, let's look at your keys oh. from today and see how the Coyotes <sighs> did. Go for it.
4: Well, the, 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 the first one, the breakout's getting out of the zone. Did if you watch the first period uh, they didn't? I was it's like in in youth hockey when you're playing with six year olds you throw an extra puck out so the other team can play too. I was kind of hoping they would do that for the Coyotes so they could (laughs) maybe let the Coyotes play too. So the first period was red rotten on getting out. After that they were good turnovers. Red rotten again. It it was just the first period. Turnovers again, you can't get out of your zone against Carolina. Carolina smothers you offensively, and they did that through the first period. Last 40 minutes, they were much, much better at that. They got pucks off the glass instead of up, up the middle. And when they did do up the middle, they turned it over again. Limit the shots.
1: <laughs> not in the first. Not mm-hmm. in the first again. <laughs>
4: I, I again the first period they did not follow the keys, but guess what? They did the next 40. And I think that's yeah. you survived. On the road games, you try to survive. And they survived the first period, and they know they got their ass kicked in the first. They know it. They go in the locker room. They see the score sheets. They know what happened. And they survived it, and they came back out. And I thought they were much, much better the last 40. So did they follow the keys for 60? No, (laughs) but they did for 40.
1: And I think it's better that they had that tough first and then came back and responded from that rather than the other way around where you start really well and then you take your foot off the gas. Isn't that what they
4: did last year, Leah?
1: That— what like taking their The forever? second, remember the
4: second period. The second that period year? was, it was a disaster. This yeah.
1: year it's been the other way around that the first has been harder for the yeah. team and the second has been better and that's good because you want to see how the team responds to adversity or you know if they're gonna just kind of give up on themselves and they've never done that even when they were down three nothing after five minutes like they they always fought they've been fighting hard I can't there's been only a few games that I feel like it's been shitty performances but
4: kudos no they ramp up they they, this team just is gonna have to find a way to start better but they right they ramp up and last year was the opposite you just go even they could be up by two and you go oh no something bad's gonna happen and they Mm -hmm. would start to go like this at least this way you go oh my gosh even down three they find a way to battle back into the game they're down three to one the other night and they battle back into the game you just i tell you what i i i tell you that, that, that there's a different vibe in this locker room and i honestly Shame on me. I thought I was going to go the other way this year with guys like Roussel out of the, the locker room, Ladd out of the, the locker room, I, Beagle, um, Strawman. I thought that veteran core that they had a year ago, I thought that was going to make the locker room a little more disjointed. What's happened this year? Keller. Yep, the middle core. Fisher. Um, Kraus. That middle core that we talked about, they stepped up. And I, th- I really believe that's been the difference this season. And
1: they're going to evolve to become the veteran leadership of this group. I exactly. know they're young, they're 24, yeah, I 25. I mean, I kind of feel like
3: they are now. I feel like they're grabbing that mantle. It's, and they are and the And it's leaders crazy of this that, team,
1: that at that age you can be yeah. considered a veteran in the NHL, but considering how young the league is and how short the shelf life of those players is, they are that. And and in a few years, you know, we spoke to Logan Cooley yesterday, which, by the way, if you haven't watched or listened to that, check that out. Um, but in a few years when it's the Logan who is Dylan Gunther, Bedard or Fantilli, whichever one lands here, <laughs> yeah. um, it's going to be Kraus and Keller and them that are, are the veterans yep. in that locker room with those young guys. So it's exciting to think about. Um, speaking of that, Gunther did have an assist on that Bukestad goal. He was back in the lineup tonight after being scratched last game um, and then quietly too tonight, Gostaspare to assists. We've talked a little bit about him quieting That's down. Right from his hot starts. So, good to and see And Gunther him. gets an
4: assist on the on the cross goal, too. So, Gunther has two assists oh, he did? for the night. Yeah. So, he go. finishes with two tonight. So, he's... I mean, the young guys are producing like you want mm-hmm. them to. And we talked about, speaking of another young guy, with Gunther coming in after sitting out. We sat out last game. He comes back in, and this game gets two points. And people I know were shaking their heads when they saw Michelli come out of the lineup tonight. But we talked about it on the show. His game has been slipping a little bit. And I think... You'll see him back in the game. I would assume you're going to see him back in Detroit. Maybe not because no, they got to win. They won 4 yeah. nothing, so you might keep the same lineup. But when he gets an opportunity to get back in, that's what Gunther did. Gunther sat out, comes back in, and he provides offense. Michelli's going to be fine. He's going to sit out some games. they got to have guys sit out games because they have 23 guys. Well, so and, and beyond that, too, talked
3: about the value of it, too, for a young guy. They haven't played a lot of games, like you said. It can it can be valuable just to sit up and, and, and take stock. Okay, oh, you watch the game for a moment and yeah. see. Oh, here, here's the things that I'm missing. It it basically just recharges the batteries yeah. and, and refocuses yeah. you. It can be good for a young player not to just go game after game after game. They're not used to this. So again, don't freak out that Matthias Machel is yeah. out of the lineup yeah. for a couple games here. It's not a big deal. Yeah,
1: and we saw Gunther sit and then came back and have two assists. Yep. So exactly, good things. And can he'll happen.
4: get whether it gets into next game or Minnesota or not till the homestand. He's going to play. Yep. Like is a part of what's going on here in the future and part of the rebuild. He's going to play, so don't worry.
1: Yeah, the rest is good. Um, well, I want to get to goaltending in a second, um, but before we do, I want to tell you how you can win some money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, which I hope you did not watch PHXS Daily and take Sean's. Uh Carolina Hurricanes bet tonight.
2: But if you took my Buffalo Sabres bet, you made some money because the Sabres are wagging. The wheels are back on. The wheels are back on the wagon.
1: (laughs) The wheels are back on on the wagon, Um, but if you did bet on the Coyotes tonight, I'm sure you won some good cash. You can also bet on exact scores and shutouts and all that. There's player props. You could have bet on a veggie shutout. It was his second of the season. His third career shutout probably doesn't happen that often, but if you happen to think of it tonight, again, probably won some good money. Um, There's tons of football on tomorrow, which is fun for Thanksgiving. So if you want to win some money there, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. That's only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And then I'm putting him on the spot. I did not tell him this, but I already know you have it locked and loaded, Sean. I mean, Um, I'm gonna ask you for your DraftKings pick of the week. I already know what it is, but the
2: Bills play tomorrow. The Bills play tomorrow. The Bills do play tomorrow. At the Detroit Lions, just four days removed from them beating a different team in Detroit's in Detroit Stadium. the bills are the bills are ba- the wheels are back on that wagon as well. <laughs> um, as I've told you many times, no one—and I mean absolutely no one—circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. So my DraftKings <laughs> sportsbook pick of the week is Buffalo Bills minus nine against the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day. There you go.
1: All right, there Hammer. you have it. There you have it. So you win some money on DraftKings. If you don't want to bet on football or hockey, you could always bet on soccer and the World Cup, which is going on right now.
3: Does Buffalo have a team in the World Cup?
1: Any Buffalo representation on Listen, Team USA? N-
2: probably not. Uh, probably not. But uh, Kristen Polosich is from Pennsylvania, and it's close to uh, oh, cool. it's close to New York. There's <laughs> I don't
1: probably players on Team Canada that are closer to Buffalo. <laughs> Very true. Um, but if you want to take in some soccer, I'm sure a lot of people have work off this week on Friday and obviously the weekend after the holiday. Come hang out at Four Peaks. The, it's been amazing vibes at all of the. The viewing parties at Four Peaks for all of the U.S. and Mexico World Cup matches. The next U.S. match is on Black Friday. The festivities start at 11 a.m. There's beer specials, giveaways, guest appearances, $3 kitlifter lifter, and wow wheat pints. And it's that 22-foot screen, that massive screen to watch the game. The vibes could not be more immaculate. And then the Mexico-Argentina game is Saturday at 11 a.m. So you can register for your tickets in our description below make sure you do that because it's been filling up really fast you want to get up next to that that's TV a big
3: game that's a big game the next team, yeah. to Saudi
2: Arabia yeah. yeah I mean after that Whoa. loss you this might be one of your last chances to ever see Lionel Messi play in the World Cup so wow
1: so yeah it's been Same super fun the, tra- the vibes at four Peaks are I think I'm gonna there on Saturday, too, if you're there and want to say hi. And as always, when you do drink, you must be 21 or older. And so, you tell me,
3: you guys are going to drink before you come to the ASU game. Is that what's
2: happening? I, I didn't say that. What's didn't say, it say takes anything. about an hour for a drink to get through you, right? Maybe, if we'll drink walk,
1: maybe we'll walk to Mullet science from four says, peaks. Maybe no. we'll walk to Mullet from four
4: peaks. Yeah,
2: walk it off. That, yeah. I mean, that. it's yeah. the game is early. The, the World Cup up. game's early. The hockey game's late. As
4: the nap time's
2: playing.
1: Exactly. Well, I think we should. Crown our DraftKings King of the Game Pretty without today, without huh? further ado, and it's King King Veggie as it says. Thirty-six save shutout. I mean, he was unbelievable tonight. Had a few crazy saves. He did what he needed to do and earned his second shutout of the year, third of his career. Like we said,
3: second in the last four games too.
1: Wow, that's yeah. crazy. It's I didn't think about that because Connor Timmons had played in there, so it feels Connor longer Timmons? ago. Mm. Connor Timmons. Oh, Connor
3: Timmons played.
4: Con-
1: I literally looked at the note and read Connor Timmins. Yeah, I met Connor, Connor Ingram. Ingram. We'll get to Connor Timmins in a couple minutes. Yeah, I, um, I thought
3: you were segueing.
1: No, I'm not ready to segue. I want to talk about Veggie for a bit.
4: Veggie, yeah, and he's a, another guy that I'm harsh on at times. The only, the only play that I thought he was out of place. I mean, there was maybe one grace the post, but that was that play on the power play, and it's not his fault. He doesn't see the pass because there's so much traffic in front of the net, and he just didn't see the seam play. I thought he played extremely well, and some of the saves he made in the second period with his leg outstretched, the two and three in a row, I thought he
3: was fantastic. Again. Still chasing a little bit of consistency in this game, right? He's not there yet. We'll have we'll have games where he's off. We can see he's off. So, but, but it's it's hard. It's hard with this team. I mean, again, 84 shot attempts tonight. 84 shot attempts. That's hard. But here's the
4: next you thing: can't do that every night, Craig. Though, but last year, remember. When he would, he would, he was, he was inconsistent last year, yeah. but there would be stretches where he's really good. And then he'd play again and play again yeah. and play again and play again. We'd go, and we'd sit here and say, oh, they got to, they got to play somebody else. And they didn't. At least with, they're doing that now. With Ingram, he's, I, not to we'll see if Ingram can get into the net again. I mean, clearly he's not going to play in Detroit right? Um, because you're coming off a 36 safe shutout you're going to play again, like he's going to play in Detroit. But I think the key to him has been when he plays that fourth or fifth one in the row, we talked about statistically last year, that's when he kind of fell off. So maybe if Ingram can be a guy that can carry the load, much as Wedgie did last year, once Wedgie came in here um, in relief, um, maybe that can help Veggie get some consistency in his game. And again, he's still the second year in North America. It, it, It does take time. So yeah. it's something it, you, we're not even 20 games into this season yet. So he's got to get that consistency for all of us to go. Yeah, we're completely on the the veggie train. But if he plays like this, um, it's a great start. Would you trade him? Well,
1: it, that's the funny thing because in the Discord tonight during the game, people were saying, like, I don't want to trade veggie because when when a player starts to play really well, you start to think, oh, what can we get for him? You know, right. um, you it's hard not to think that way. And some people in the Discord were saying, no, I don't want veggie to leave. I want veggie to stay. I don't think we're ready to say that he's a uh, you know, NHL starting goalie on the levels of.
4: <laughs> well,
3: like he's Andre Vasilevsky. No, no, but saw, also, there was a there was a a question in the Discord. Would you rather have the first overall pick?
1: No, it was finished thirty second
3: or have veggie.
1: And some people said had Veggie, but we, we That's crazy. 30 to me. seconds.
3: That's crazy to me. But here's, here's the the last idea. thing I'll
4: say about that. This is great. Veggie's running. keeping him in games. He's done it for two years now. They've won games they probably wouldn't have if he didn't play. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no question about it. And so I see his value there. We all sit here realistically and go, this team is not a playoff team this year, next year, potentially the year after. Guess what? By then, Veggie won't be here. That's five years down the road. The likelihood of Veggie still being here, I think, is slim. Not impossible but slim. And if he is, and this team's ready to win a Stanley Cup, is it Karel Vamilka? I don't know. I don't know. It'd
1: be hilarious if it was. It would be 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 great if it is, but (laughs) if you can
4: improve your team for the future and the long haul by moving a piece like that, and think of this, Coyote fans, think of how many goalies have come in here and played
3: extremely well and then left, and then you find Another one. Uh, yeah. And also think about how many goalies are able to sustain a high level of play for a long period of time. It's a handful of guys. Yeah, just-
4: you, Mike Smith gets him to the, the Western conference finals in 2012 and half the fan base couldn't wait to get him out of here. Yeah, Right. Yeah. And, and guess what? Dubnik was lights out here after getting pulled from the American league mm-hmm. to come here. He was lights out, gets traded for assets. So Kemper could play more and helps them win. Kemper backup goalie plays lights out. He goes wins the Stanley Cup somewhere else. Brisgaloff claim off waivers. Yep. This is a Gets where his team to the playoffs. To thrive. It is. So just, it's
1: goalie university.
4: I don't know who it is, but there will be another one because there always is. There's one area here that this this franchise has always seemed to do be able to find that goalie. If it's not Vimelka, and maybe it will be, maybe he will be here in five years, getting him through the the the, the tunnel of of this rebuild. But guess what? If it's not, it'll be okay. Yeah, because they said the same thing in New York Rangers about Henrik Lundqvist. Oh, what are we going to do if Lundqvist retires? <laughs> well, guess what? Shesterkin's all right, you'll be fine.
3: <laughs> okay, yeah. that's an extreme example, but yeah. And also yeah.
1: the way the goaltending landscape is in the NHL right now, there's a handful of a few elite goalies, but otherwise it's kind of a crapshoot. With everybody else, like... He's like two or three. Look at all goal, the games it, it, a, preseason. Yeah, Literally. Like Thatcher
4: Demko is going to be lights out. Oh, He's going to be unreal. Jack Campbell, oh boy, he's going to be yeah, unbelievable. I thought that when I
1: was drafting my fantasy hockey team. Mm. Yep. Didn't exactly go that way. Matt Murray's so. going to
4: come back, and he's going to be unbelievable in Toronto. Ooh. hmm. Yeah, that was a weird... Mark andre Fleury's going to have a resurgence in Minnesota. Ooh, maybe not.
1: And then you're going to think, oh, Logan Thompson can't carry Vegas, and then look at him. So it's just like you yeah. really... You don't know. You really don't know. So... Good for Veggie tonight, he's yeah. our king, and good for his confidence. Exactly. And to have two to have his like, like I've said it a few times, but his third career shout out, but now two in a, a short span. Yeah. If that for goaltenders, it's it's a lot of the mental game and it's a lot mm-hmm. about confidence. So
4: I'm, I'm happy for and him. I don't think and I will go on record today and so means he'll probably get traded tomorrow. <laughs> I, I don't think he is 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 a near threat in the short term to get traded. Do I don't I. believe that he is. Neither do I. So I, I don't want to panic people saying that they can let him go now. No, no, no. Right now today. Now, the trade deadline is a long way away. Like the the the, the landscape going is going to change. Yeah, I know it's going to go off right yeah. now. The landscape well, is going like to change <laughs> so much by the trade deadline. We'll reassess it then. But right now, they're not trading curl Vemelka in the next week, so everything's fine. No, you no, can no. go ahead and get another shutout. It's fine. They're not. Although trading, they're not the trading, standings,
1: they're not trading curl Vamelka, but they did make a trade today.
3: That they did. Um, we had talked that we had hinted that something was going to have to happen with Connor Timmons' uh, conditioning stint with Tucson ended today. So they had to make a decision. You either have to bring him back to the NHL club, put him on the roster or put him on waivers to send him down to Tucson because he's not waivers exempt. That's what they wanted to do. The Coyotes really feel that Connor Timmins, because of all his injuries and his lack of playing time over the last few seasons needed to just play a lot of games in the AHL. He needed that time. He needed the minutes. He needed the situation and he needed to be away from pressure because It's not even fair to judge him on the body work he had with the Coyotes. He played eight games. But let's face it, he wasn't very good in the eight games. He wasn't very good in his conditioning stint either, by all reports. So it felt like he needed to play games at that level. But in spite of that, they knew if we waive him, somebody's going to claim him. There are teams, we've talked about this all season, there are teams that have been decimated on their blue line. (laughs) And the Toronto Toronto. Maple Leafs are one of those teams. And so you work out a trade, and listen, I... (sighs) You know the acquisition you made is—he's not an NHL player. I'm sorry, sorry to disappoint all of you. If you're thinking maybe this guy can make his way to the NHL, maybe he can. As a 13th or 14th forward, he's an enforcer for Tucson. That's six why he's there. Six foot nine. Yeah, six foot nine. Holy he's he, he's he's Boko Amamo's replacement right now. Right in Tucson, they need that physical presence. I don't I don't think he's going to be an NHL player. Maybe he'll like I said, he could be an extra a call up. But they had to get something, I guess. But this is not an easy one for me. This is not an easy one for me. A lot of injuries, obviously, that have limited the ability of him to develop and the ability of the Coyotes to evaluate what they have. They don't know what Connor Timmins is. Nobody does. But when you look at this team's pipeline, particularly on the blue line, it's really hard to understand giving up on a 24-year-old big right-handed defenseman. Really? You couldn't, you couldn't bring him in and let him play in the NHL for a little while? Just? And, and I know, Peter, you had mentioned, you know, they sort of blocked his way with some of the moves that they made as well. But it, it feels like you should have created the opportunity to evaluate him if you wanted to see what you had in Connor Timmons.
0: <sighs>
3: it's hard because I,
4: I kept hearing from everybody in Colorado, including all the people at the DNVR show. Oh, there's Connor Timmons. You're going to love him. Guess what? I didn't. And, and I don't know if I didn't because he played eight games with no points. For an offensive defenseman, I didn't know he got hurt a lot, but is he Brendan Gormley? He's a guy that, oh, he's going to get better. He's going to be better. He needs to change. of David Runblad. he just needs to change the scenery. He just needs to get better. He's going to get, just give him time. Well, maybe not. 24, I know is not, he's still young, yeah. but 24 isn't that young anymore. I, I would have expected to see glimpses or, or sprinkled in of, wow, I saw that burst. I didn't see it in training camp this year. I said he looked slow. I didn't think he it's scared therapy. very well. I didn't see it at all. And, and so all, he gets he in me. those games and, he, gosh, I don't know. And he kept, he kept waiting for it to happen. And I understand he was hurt. And I understand the injuries. I just never saw that little spark that I was hoping to see that, yeah, let's give this guy a chance. Do I think they lose him for free through waivers? I do. I really do. And, and, and Toronto probably picks him up and—, and Going on. They probably heard that they're somebody else moving out in the middle yeah, of the night. Crazy but but he's on. a guy that they probably were gonna lose for free. Anyway, and I really believe that there's no room for him here. He's not gonna play. So he can't develop if you're not playing. You've already got we talked about this. You bring in Nemeth, Brown, and Stetcher, veteran defensemen that you are planning to play ahead of him. Okay, there's no room for him. So you can't have him as your seventh or eighth D. Does you absolutely no good there. Can't develop, can't play. You need him in the American League where he could play. If I send him down, somebody's going to claim him because, again, there's this perceived value because he was drafted high that he is something that I have yet to see him do. Yes. I haven't seen it yet. And when Colorado let him go, Colorado's a pretty damn good hockey team, and they see what their talent is. They had depth on their blue line, too. They have so, so many guys to that played ahead
3: of him. They could afford that in a trade, but you're right. There were guys ahead of him, and... I mean, I don't, I don't think Patrick Nemeth and Josh Brown were brought here to be ahead of Connor Timmons. I don't, uh, Patrick Nemeth I didn't even expect to play to be Fair. honest. And I thought Josh Brown was going to be their extra, like their seventh D. So I thought Timmons would play, but then again, he gets hurt and you just, you just don't know what you have. I don't, I don't know how you evaluate this guy, but again, I just, I yeah. didn't see, I didn't see any signs. Of what people have talked about.
4: And I don't want to see what Chris's point. Can he keep him in the AHL? They can, but they have, have to, to clear waivers him, yeah. and send him down. And every team can put a claim in on him and for the, free. And that would have happened. And, yeah, and we Speculation would have, it would have happened and somebody gets him for free. So Bill Armstrong doesn't expect his thing. I get, But here's the next piece. And don't discount this yet. They bring in, they bring in Douglas to do what he's supposed to do down in, t- in Tucson. Toronto picked up a defenseman because they have... Injuries. Does, they need man. help today. Three top guys out right yep. now. They need help. Somebody to play tomorrow night. They need help. Yep. Guess what? Those guys come back. Yeah. And if Connor Timmons hasn't elevated his game and he hasn't improved, they're going to try to send him down to the Toronto Marlies. And the second they send him to the Toronto Marlies, guess who gets first up on that list? The it's going to be the
1: lowest teams. Well, it's going to be Arizona standings.
4: Arizona's going to get him back, and and you could potentially see between now and the trade deadline, Connor Timmons come back. To the Arizona Coyotes. Be crazy, huh? No, so, I, I, I could genuinely
1: uh, Don't see say no.
3: Yeah. yeah,
1: never say never. I just it's I totally like the way the whole situation has been laid out in the sense that they wanted to see him more in Tucson. He would have gotten claimed. If he's gonna get claimed, you might as well get something in return for him. But to get a player in return, like like we said, it's very unlikely he's gonna, you know, play in the coyotes lineup. If he proves this wrong, we'll eat our words. Um but I know you're. both of you have said, oh, I didn't really see much for him, but he only played eight games, and somebody in the chat earlier said they saw him play in Tucson, and he didn't look that great, but it's just, for me, it's too small of a sample size. It is. And I, for a team that's investing in the future, I don't understand why you wouldn't have tried, just let that trial run a little bit longer, and then if you want to, and if you do want to trade him for something, then go ahead and do it, and... I'm not listening. I'm not questioning Bill Armstrong's decision here because, like, I, I see all the reasonings for this. I just – I just, players have bad stretches of games, and I just don't think eight NHL – or eight games with the Coyotes is enough of a sample size to evaluate what he could have done here. Please. And 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 the other thing, too, and people in the chat also are saying this, he's made of glass. He had a season-ending injury last year. He had a long injury to start this year. And, you know, for Toronto, they're taking a huge gamble. They have blue line injury issues. And if they get him in the next game, he gets injured. They're screwed. But yeah. I get that's a, a big part of it, that he has all these injury problems. I just I just feel like he didn't get enough of a shot here.
3: Yeah, he definitely didn't get a shot. I mean, you can't you can't say he did playing eight games. But I wonder with what was the alternative? Do You put him on the NHL roster and play him, you know, as a third pair guy. Does well, he develop? But that why mark? not
1: let him have the chance to or, do that and earn his? his but that's uh, but
3: they may think you, you're not playing enough minutes. You're not in situations. You're not getting the chance to develop in that situation because you're not getting the minutes or the situation. So if you go down to the AHL and you're playing like 22, 23 minutes a game and you're playing special teams and you're getting all that, that's that's when you develop the confidence and and the ability to play in all those situations. So I get it from a development standpoint that the role the the position may not have been here for him in the NHL so how do you develop a guy when you can't play him in those situations and how do you build his confidence like if if he's a third pair guy and he's not ready if you really don't believe he belongs in the NHL right now and he's going to get exposed that shatters a guy's confidence too so it's it's tough there's so many things to consider well one more situation the the immediate problem
4: is Cassian comes off of IR today and they had 24 players yeah the media problem is by game time today, they needed to lose a player. Yeah,
1: and that came was a lot sooner so than So someone's going
4: expected. to Tucson that they don't want to go to Tucson or they need to make this deal. Would you send Michelli down? No, but I could,
3: no. you could you have put
4: Dyson Nemeth? Mayo on waivers. Dyson Mayo? Mayo yeah. I, well, I get it. Nemeth, yeah. But that's where it came down to. It came down to they needed to clear up a roster space to get Zach. If Cassian doesn't come off the IR today, I don't think they make this deal today. I don't yeah, think it's that, I don't think it's that imminent. This. This, they had to make room for Cassian today. So I think that really sped up this process. And you know what? Bill Armstrong, I said all along, he's trying to get, get assets. And this was a move he could make and get an asset. And I still believe that Connor Timmins doesn't finish the season in
3: Toronto. Yeah, I could see that happening without a doubt. I mean, but what does he go to another team that still looks at the, maybe the pedigree, right? And then, for and then when, pick.
4: when will it be finally, well, maybe it's not the guy. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, you're close to that I point, mean, who, right? He's 24, like you play, said.
1: He needs to play
4: at least half. Do him. we remember who we got for Gormley in the Gormley trade? Oh. It was another first-round defenseman that they got from Colorado that they both needed to change spots, and they both liked each other for a week, and you go, oh, well, no, then you don't. And I don't want to say that to Timmins yet, but at some point, you're going to have to see what everybody said they saw in him. At
3: some point, you're going to have to see that, and it might be in the American League. Yeah. And you, you uh, Leah mentioned this as well. You have to worry about the injury history at this point, right? Concussion history, knee injury last year, knee injury and a neck injury this year. It's got a lot going
4: on. And and on top of that, you've talked about the, how thin the cupboards are for defense at the Arizona Coyotes in the long term after the rebuild. It is something that they need to address, I think, pretty seriously in this upcoming draft. Now,
3: yeah, exactly.
4: Like they, they, again, they got they got Lamoureux, uh and. Maverick Lammer in the in the first you know first round this year He's a big yeah. guy, but again Artem Duda too who they're really excited about. So there way, are so. some, but if you look at their defense right now, the only the younger ones, if you look at Chikrin, doesn't doesn't probably is not probably part of this future. Right. I think JJ Mosier is. I think JJ Mosier is the guy that can be here through the rebuild. Um and then the only young guy you look at Dyson Mayo is Dyson Mayo a guy that they will be hanging on to through the rebuild. And I, I just
3: I don't know. Mm-hmm. So is still too too soon to yeah. say what he is. And yeah, you know what
4: is Soderstrom yeah. down in, in Tucson? I, right. I so I think I think it, defense is going to be an area that they need to address immediately in this year's draft.
1: Yeah, I mean, after they draft Bedard
4: or Fantilli, right? right. Yeah. yeah, don't don't yeah. With <laughs> the first overall pick. pick, the Coyotes take a defense. What? Yeah, no, that would be no. Insane.
1: Um, Nick said hit the like bet- button for the Stetcher blocks. Yes, let's everybody while you're here watching, please hit that like button on this YouTube video. And poor Setcher, I hope that he gets to sit back and relax today, recline, and hopefully, he has some more furniture when he finally comes home to Arizona, which will be eventually. Um, but it seems like it, this, this road trip is starting to feel like forever. Um, but I'm excited because we got some more furniture at the house I'm going to for Thanksgiving tomorrow. Can't think of a better way you to go to Sean's house. <laughs> No, Sean will be not be disturbed tomorrow. <laughs>
3: Sean's been invited to like seven parties and declined it's all so It's yeah, so true. It's so true.
1: But um, if I'm you want commodity. to get comfortable Just like more furniture. <laughs> for Thanksgiving, check out More Furniture. And they'll, they have a Black Friday sale going on this Friday. You can save up to 50% um, at your local Arizona More Furniture showroom. Check out morefurniture.com to preview daily deals all this week leading up to to black friday and if you need a little bit of money to spend on your more furniture um, maybe you can earn that money on underdog fantasy and there's actually an unbelievable promotion going on right now on underdog for thanksgiving right now all users new and current can take advantage of this one-time offer and a 100 times boost what (laughs) not a five times Not a 10 times 100 times 100 times so this is what you do what do i got to do Make a pick five entry.
4: Okay, I can do that. So
1: the higher, or lower, on Dak Prescott passing yards. Okay. Step two: enter a one dollar max. One dollar. Okay. That's a perfect weenie bet. Step three: if all five of your picks hit, win a hundred dollars. Win a hundred dollars off of $1. a dollar. A dollar. Dak Prescott yards are subject to change, and Dak is the only NFL pick needed so this boost can be paired with other picks outside of Thanksgiving Thursday. Mm. So you can do Dak Prescott, and then, you know, Clayton Keller shots on Friday, or you can mix it with hockey, soccer. But I have to have Dak Prescott. But you have to have Dak Prescott. I
4: need mean, to do it before the Thanksgiving game tomorrow. Passing yards, okay. yes.
1: So, go to underdog fantasy.com or download the app sign up with the promo code phnx and underdog will match your first deposit up to hundred dollars so if you do that the dollar you put down could be the a dollar that underdog matched you for so i can't think of a better way to get your day started tomorrow than putting that pick'em down on underdog i think i'm gonna go for oh, it i'm in
4: i didn't know about for it, sure and
1: and if you do this promo you can share it, um, send it in the Discord or on Twitter, and we'll see uh, how many people win a hundred dollars. We'd love to hear your success I'm in. stories. Weenie bets. Yep. Mm. So we've talked about Connor Timmons. We talked about the game. Before we look ahead, are there any other notes from tonight's game or the events of today? I guess we didn't really mention that Valamaki and Brown are day to day with an injury. I don't know if we have any. Further updates no, on that. but That's it's all we
3: know right now. But day it's day to day. It's nothing serious. But it's
1: ironic that the one time he dressed 12 forwards and six defensemen <laughs> rather Defense than 11 lead. forwards and seven that Coach Turny has been doing a lot this season. Stetcher like, yeah. looked like he yeah, wasn't going to come back, and we're thinking, oh my God, yeah. they're only going to have five defensemen right. in this
3: game. Not that so. it would have mattered because they were going to boat raise Carolina anyway. I mean, wow. Yeah, we all, wow. like
1: yeah,
2: all picked that. Justice, mm-hmm. we all picked. But yeah, any, wait, any other notes? Yeah, there are
4: two things I want to say. Let's see if if Bug if said can continue with it for this third straight, oh, so he can go into to Minnesota for his uh four games Sunday I'd, like I'd love to see, to see, him see that going home for that coming into Minnesota. and and the power of play not scoring to a parade for him as he comes they, in they might they should I, 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 <laughs> like yeah. Caesar
2: yeah they might wait till the snow melts. but by the way Nick Bukestad traditionally really really bad against the wild he has like a three points in his career against like in like 15 games against okay
4: the wild. so we're gonna hit it. I'm gonna hit him then for sure. I'm going to hit him on the anytime points. But then the other thing to it's look at movie. from t- from tonight, that's going to carry over in Detroit is this is the third consecutive game where the power play was unable to get a goal. It's the longest streak. This power play has gone the entire season without scoring. You know why? Because you and I wrote about him. I know. Yeah. Don't Cursed let him. them know that. Yeah. Because it won't let you write about him anymore. Um, so look for them. I, I thought they moved the puck better today. I thought the power play looked better. Uh, I thought both units were threatening to score. So I would look for the power play to to be a factor in Detroit. And I think they get back on the board uh, on Detroit in, on Friday.
2: Hmm. On the flip side of the Bugstad stat, uh, Jacob Chikrin has seven points in seven career games against the Detroit Red Wings.
1: So that might be a fun wow. uh, thing to throw Ch- into Ch- your the keys to
2: the game. To remember, That's
3: there. where he came back from his first injury right when he, when he signed the to big Detroit. contract. He signed the contract and played and in Detroit. That was his the Coyotes game.
1: rolled over Detroit. Not
3: in that, that game. No, but, but I like but that. I like
1: that. Yeah. In that
2: yeah. one they game, any last game in Detroit was a three-point point performance. performance. There
4: you go. Chicken's last game, three points. Anytime score. I like it. Okay. I, like I like it.
1: I like it. <sighs> it. Um, so <laughs> did you see? Where hey, where is Nick Bjugstad from? Anyone? anyone? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, so let's take a look at the upcoming schedule because,
3: man, if just, we're not halfway through this road trip now. We, six games left it's not so, a big a deal
1: Detroit right? Friday Sunday Minnesota oh yeah then that then that segment's over and they'll come home for a couple of days mm-hmm. before doing the rest in the west
3: mm-hmm. they'll you know come home don't... for the Tempe City Council vote
1: true that's Tuesday that's Tuesday the 29th yep. <laughs> um, you know what I don't like on this that 8.30pm oh, LA Kings start
3: on it the like the
1: and then Saturday the 3rd at 8pm are <laughs> rude rude um, we might
3: have to have a pajama night in here
1: yeah, yeah we, we really a might.
3: saturday night for sure
1: saturday night a hundred percent um let's take a look at the road trip map see where we are yeah look you really do see that it's more than halfway and another uh green there so four three and one like you said <sighs> I, I
4: never honestly um, i illegal. thought this 14 game road trip was going to be the end of this i team. thought it was going to be
1: two and twelve I literally did.
4: We sat there and tried to pick well, wins out of this. Done, though. And,
1: and we tried to pick a win from this segment, and none of us said Carolina. No, none of us. No, won. nobody, and nobody said a four nothing shutout if they were going to be Carolina. We said it maybe Detroit been, like... and
4: maybe Minnesota because they've had goaltending issues this season. We said maybe.
1: That's unbelievable.
4: So
3: They're going three zero and one on this
4: segment. I, I mean, maybe playoffs. Maybe no. Stop it. Yeah, stop early. <laughs> oh, go
1: boy. go Ducks tonight. That's all I'm saying.
4: Yeah, the ducks. Oh the ducks are the ducks are bad. Yeah, they're really bad. I know, they're sitting at eleven points right now. Like, that's gonna. That's hard. Guys got about seven points on them.
3: I think it's five, but well, sixteen I'm say to eleven seven anyway. We need. But uh, yeah, I, I'm always curious when a team like that gets into yeah, that five position. What's the NHL feeling about that? It's not the Blackhawks. It's not an 0-6 team. You know. Yeah. Do they care about the ducks, or I don't know. Does Uncle Gary come through? No,
1: Gary! I don't know. Trevor Zegers, Troy Terry, <laughs> Connor Bedard. Gary! Um, somebody said that the punch card pattern is broken. I know. We thought we had it down.
4: I don't. The and now we are
1: questioning it all. It's the only pattern that still stands is 3-4- Either three, four, five, up, up, or like three, four, three, four, three, four.
3: Oh, we'll see. <sighs>
2: you guys are still trying to find meaning in we the, have, the chaos you of know the Coyote what, Craig? season.
1: We're finding meaning in this season. And you know what else? We finished a row.
2: They have won uh, the last game of both rows, and okay. they won the third game of both rows. So uh, we do so have hammer. a new pattern. Well, I'm, not, I'm not getting pattern, but we do have, I, I think the stars have distracted from the fact that there's an opportunity for bingo here. Four, or Connect 4, excuse me. Oh, yeah, we haven't Connected 4 yet because it's too early. Okay.
1: Okay, also Hammer the Coyotes on their third game of this row and their last game of this row because... Wow.
4: that's one's L.A. Hammer L.A. in L.A. <laughs> we'll see. Don't take
1: take my betting advice with a grain of salt.
4: King's Heaven. Connect 4, CCWP's on it. No problem.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> um. Anywho, that's... That the Coyotes, seriously, it feels like they've been on the road forever, forever. Um, but there is an opportunity to get inside the mullet this weekend. If you want to see Logan Cooley visit the Arizona State Sun Devils, he will be here Friday and Saturday. Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Nye is also here. Minnesota taking on Arizona State, and you can get tickets for that right now on the game time app. So be sure to download that today. Save up to 60% when you buy your tickets last minute. So the day of the game is the best time to buy your tickets. Fun thing to do with the family around Thanksgiving weekend. Again, I mentioned it. We talked to Logan Cooley yesterday. So uh, whether on PHNX Sports YouTube or PHNX Coyotes, wherever you listen to your podcast, check out that interview with Logan. It was a really, really great interview. He's a funny kid, we got to know him a bit better, and hopefully it won't be the last time we talked to him. It was a great interview, though, so really excited about that, but again, if you want to buy tickets to that or any other sporting event or concert or show, check out Game Time. and the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link below in our description. Craig, I want to hand it over to you now to talk about a charitable Mm. cause that you care about a lot and something that you wrote about today and something that... We put a video out about today, and as it is the holidays, we talk about what we're thankful for, you know, and, and think about how we can give back to the community. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that comes up a lot around the holidays, and I'm going to hand it over to you to talk yeah, about Yeah, we talk a lot about Heidi's building Village. community
3: here at PHNX Sports, um, but that means giving back to the community, too, right? We're, we're not looking for you to read our stuff or anything like that. We just we want to give back. We want to be a part of this community Uh contribute somehow to this community and I think all of you know by now that animals are very near and dear to my heart. All really to all of us, to be honest. Let's let's be honest about that. I discovered Heidi's Village very recently. I hadn't been there before this summer. A good friend Greg Dunway took me there. And, you know, after having done work at County, which is about as dark a place as you can imagine for animals, you walk into Heidi's Village and and I made this comparison in In the story, it's like going from maximum security prison to a Marriott. It's unbelievable. Um, It's this beautiful open space, eight different buildings for dogs and cats. They have play areas. They have a splash pad. They have enrichment activities for dogs where they do paw painting. I mean, the place is unbelievable. They have an on-site veterinary clinic. They do grooming there. They do training. It's literally what you hope would happen to homeless animals. This is the place. So we want to support it. And... I'm lucky enough to work at an outlet where everybody's on board with this Saul Bookman, Greg Esposito, let me pursue this. And then Kirsten Susel, Derek Montia, and Jacob Franklin went out and shot an unbelievable video that gives you a taste of it. And it's it's embedded in my story, but I know we have the yep. video here, so I'd, I'd really like to pe- people to see this.
1: And Tirsten and Derek here to tell you about a cause that is so special to us and a place that's so near and dear to our hearts. We're out at Heidi's Village
2: today.
0: Yeah, Heidi's Village is an incredible facility that helps nonprofit rescues and shelters have a place for animals to come receive medical care, receive grooming, uh, and receive just access to this wonderful facility unlike we've ever seen before.
1: 1 to 200 dogs, even more cats yes. that get to spend their time here in a very special place while they wait for their forever home. Let's check it out.
0: These dogs actually have
1: indoor-outdoor kennels and they can go from inside to outside. Hi, sweetheart.
0: They also have these wonderful play facilities outside of all of the kennels here and... uh,
1: Almost like a village.
0: Almost like a village.
2: (laughs) You're a big boy, Max. All
0: right, I'm taking him home, I guess. That's what's happening here.
3: (laughs) Hi, Ace. Ace of the staff. Hi, buddy. Oh,
0: my gosh. You're an Ace eater, huh? Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) Are you the best eater they have? Yes. <laughs> Race to give her yeah. cuddles. to give her
0: cuddles. Oh, Oh, my
2: goodness.
0: I've <laughs> never seen anything like this place. It's incredible the medical care that they offer to these animals on top of the extraordinary facilities that they have for these animals to thrive in. Many of these dogs are available for adoption through local shelters and rescues around the valley. But Heidi's Village can still use your help to give these dogs a wonderful life right here.
1: Yeah, they could use treats and other items they use to enrich these dogs lives. You can head over to heidisvillageorg slash donate to check out everything that they need. Look at
2: this. <laughs>
3: so here's the deal with Heidi's Village. What they're doing is working with all the local shelters and rescues. A lot of those places are overflowing. I've worked at some of them. It's a really dire situation. The homeless pet population in Arizona has spiked for a number of reasons. Some of it is is to do with people not spaying or neutering their animals. Some of it is abandonment. Some of it is domestic issues or economic issues, but there's a really dire need. The county facilities are overflowing, the shelters, the the rescues are overflowing. So Heidi's Village, Allows all of these rescues to board their dogs there at a very low cost. The veterinary cost is low as well. But I want to tell you something about Virginia, where she goes by Jenny Jontis, the founder of this place. She's got a foundation that helped build this place, and it was $22 million to build this facility. But a lot of the cost for keeping this place going is coming right out of her pocket. So if you care about animals, if you want to support an unbelievable place, go to Heidi's org. And, and find ways to contribute. You can obviously adopt, and, and these animals need homes. You can foster, you can go there and volunteer. They always need volunteers. And and just as importantly, uh, this is the reality of our society, they need money. So you can donate in a number of ways. You can become a Heidi's hero, and, and, and as Ginny says, donate 10 to 20 bucks a month if you wanna do it that way. You can donate your time. Again, you can donate supplies. There are so many ways that you can help out, but please help out because it's an incredible facility, and there is an incredible need in our community.
1: Well said, Craig. It's very true. Um, SC said, just made a donation. Thank you so much. Mm, thank SC you. And a lot of people commenting, you know, watching that video with their animals right next to them. All of us here, I think, rescued our animals yep. that we have. Sean's been talking about <laughs> yep. rescuing a cat. So, we
3: rescued who? Yeah. Exactly. Go visit this place, people. You yeah, will be it blown away. Looks, it looks away. unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, with holiday season two, a lot of people like to gift animals consider adoption rather than buying from a breeder there's so nice. many animals that need homes and and just or also around the holidays it's a you know time of giving gifts but it should be also a time of giving back to the community and we care a lot about animals you know us for here at phnx coyotes and phnx sports as well but you know specifically we have a have a huge love for animals and and anybody that takes dedicates their lives to to helping out animals is mm. is some someone that we want to support. So anyway, you're able to like all the ways Craig just mentioned, um, please do so and, and share it with your family and friends, even if it's just a, something that comes up at your Thanksgiving table tomorrow and then somebody there can make it, you know, this it's a good way to to spread the word and give back to the community. So I think it's a it's a really nice thing to think about going into tomorrow and and Thanksgiving and just reflect on mm-hmm. all the things that we're lucky enough to have in our lives and how we can give back to people and creatures that don't have it the same. So thank you everybody who's uh, donated or considering donating in any one of those ways. And, you know, we're, we talked about community and PHNX and we're so grateful for this community and how involved everybody is. And if you aren't already a diehard, I highly recommend signing up to become a diehard there's a ton of perks um, including discounts in our merchandise locker discounts on events access to the discord you get to read a craig's premium content including his mailbag that just dropped this week but premium content weekly from all of the beats here at gophnx.com um, just a ton of perks and a lot of more a lot more stuff to come um, by being a diehard including a free shirt and hat every year when you sign up as well so
3: the newsletter concept is really cool too. Yeah. You, you can hand-pick you know, which beats you want delivered into your inbox. And, and and I know that was really popular with my previous site. A lot of people like the fact that the stories came right to their inbox. You can do that again now yeah. with with Coyote stories or any stories, Diamondbacks, Cardinals, Suns, you can do it with everyone. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. And as it is Black Friday on Friday, it's a great time to stock up for the holidays. If they're sports fans in your lives, um, it's a great gift for them. PHNX Locker on Black Friday will have up to 90 percent off. On wow. Everything.
3: Yeah, we might have to buy a T-shirt for Lawson Krause's dad. I'm just saying because I don't, <laughs> I don't think I need to see any more photos of him in spit and spitting chicklets garb.
1: Yeah, just throwing it. We out need there. to, we need to get everybody in hey the Mike, valley. What's up? In PHNX gear. Um, and when you spend $75, you'll get a $15 gift card. So head on over to the PHNX locker. You can hit the link in our description, and you can oh. start uh, adding stuff to your cart today, so that on Black Friday when everything goes on sale, you just. Click click, and you're good to go. Um, love seeing all the diehards in the chat. That's awesome. It makes me so nice. happy to see. Seriously, we can't thank everybody enough for your support for being here every night in the chat. Nights like these, four nothing shutouts, you know, make an wow. 82 game season.
3: Yeah, just routine more, for the Coyotes. A routine. little
1: bit more bearable. So we appreciate all of you, um, and it makes it more fun to be on Twitter to be in the Discord during the games because I can't think of any other way I'd want to watch Coyotes. So. Any final notes? Well, just we keep,
4: just remember now, a, a year from now, when we're sitting here trying to go, hey, they're having another dad's trip or a mom's trip. How did they do last year? We need to remember they did they're pretty damn one well. On, one and one. Yeah. They've got three out of four points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're, let's try to remember that next year when the dad's trip comes up. We'll remember. Well, I won't remember. You'll have to do that. What if there's I'll like forget. a tally
3: for all the years? So I wonder. Who's winning, the moms or the dads? Oh, oh, across that the league Something that'd be a hell probably, of a stat. I'd like to research oh, across that. the league, I was like, the Coyotes
1: I could probably sit down and do, but the league would be tough. The
4: league would be tough, but
1: I... Coyotes we could do. Well, maybe we'll.
4: Anyway, so done. remember next year it's with the guy three out of four points. Dads are heading home; they won't be there in Detroit. Can the Coyotes keep the streak going? And maybe by the time we get back to the land of ten thousand lakes, they'll be battling for a playoff spot. Who no. <laughs>
1: That's enough. That's
4: Just enough. saying.
1: Um, <laughs> well, again, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to PHNX Coyotes. Follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Sean underscore DePaz, at Craig S. Morgan, at Leah Merrill, at S.PetersHockey, and of course at PHNX underscore coyotes and everybody have a happy thanksgiving Have a wonderful time with your family your friends or by yourself however you plan (laughs) to spend (laughs) (laughs) however you plan to spend it and like i said we'll have a special thanksgiving episode dropping tomorrow morning so hope you give that one a listen and enjoy your day tomorrow whatever you do and then we'll be back friday for a post game after the detroit game so stay tuned for that but until then everybody Have a happy, happy Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you on Friday.
3: Happy Thanksgiving.